If you've ever felt rejected or if you've ever struggled with finding a place of belonging, you'll want to sit up and lean into today's teaching. I have found that the key to knowing peace is knowing Jesus. When we look anywhere else other than to Jesus, we won't have the fulfillment and joy that comes from the peace that only He gives. Now, in the Bible, we're instructed to seek peace and to pursue it. Jesus is our peace. So are you pursuing Him? This is Carol McLeod. Let's find peace in Jesus Christ. You're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. You know, so many people in life start out feeling like they really don't belong, especially when we're teenagers and young adults. You don't feel part of the crowd. You feel like, do I have any true friends? You might feel lonely or unaccepted. Rejection might pile up in your heart. And if that's the way you started out life as a teenager or as a young adult, You might have looked for belonging in all the wrong places. You might think that a certain address or a certain type of education or more money or a certain group of friends is going to make us feel like we belong. I want to speak to those of you today who feel rejected or like you don't belong. If you allow those feelings to pile up in your heart, you are going to make choices that spring out of that place of pain or of loneliness. And so today, as we dig into the book of Ephesians, I want to tell you, Paul and the Holy Spirit are talking to you. You might feel as though your society or your world has made fun of you and called you names of the very worst kind. You might feel that you've been rejected by everyone of any importance in your life. Well, get ready for new revelation, for new acceptance, and for new identity. Let's begin in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Therefore, remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands, remember that you were at that time separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. You know, for nearly half a century, the Iron Curtain split Europe into East and West. The separation was physical, political, and spiritual, and it cut the militarized border into two, into an ugly and jagged scar. This Iron Curtain separated families and friends and nations and languages, and it literally stopped the spread of Christianity in its tracks in this section of the world. When Ronald Reagan was president, he challenged the Soviet president. Remember his words? He said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Well, two years later, citizens from both sides of the Iron Curtain demolished the barrier with joy and tears and days of celebration. This moment that we saw happen on the nightly news can't compare to the moment when Jesus Christ tore down another wall. You see, there was a wall that existed between me and him, between you and Christ. There was the wall between the Jews and the Gentiles, the wall between men and women, the wall between slave and free. And this wall divided us. 
You used to be separate. You didn't fit into the family. You had no hope. You and I were without God. We were separate from Christ. And let me tell you, there's nothing worse than that, being separated from Jesus Christ. If you're separated from Christ, you have no hope. You don't know the promises that are found in simply knowing him. You know, at every moment in history, there are people groups who hate each other. I think about the Hatfields and McCoys. And now, unfortunately, in America, we see Democrats and Republicans just hating each other. And I want to tell you this, the enemy always wants division, and God always wants reconciliation and heartfelt unity. Let's begin. Ephesians 2.13. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. But now... In Christ, because of Jesus, God intervened into the radical schism. What a joyful verse this is. You don't have to live far away any longer. You've been brought close by the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus has ushered you into relationship with God the Father. You have a home. You have a place to belong, and Jesus did it for you. You didn't do it for yourself. No one's human hands could have done it for you. And in this place of being brought near by the blood of Jesus, you are celebrated. You are loved completely in Jesus Christ. This is a place where you don't have to prove yourself, but you are accepted and you are celebrated. Now, in Ephesians 2, 14 through 17, we see the blessings of being brought near. Verse 14, for he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace, and might reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross by it having put to death the enmity. And Jesus came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. So Jesus is peace himself. Jesus is peace personified. He brought the Jews and the Gentiles together, blacks and whites, north and south, Democrats and Republicans, if they'll let him. And only Jesus came to bring unity. Let's linger for just a moment over Ephesians 2, Verse 14, for Jesus himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. This word for peace is the Greek word Irene, and it means peace after war. Let me just tell you, friend, your life was the site of the worst battle in all of history. It was Gettysburg, Guadalcanal, and D-Day all rolled into one. Your life was the Civil War. And Jesus entered and brought sweet, sweet peace to your life. He brought it inside of you. And you know what? The devil has no right to stir up old battles. Every time you feel friction or contention or strife, declare out loud, Jesus is my peace. Jesus has signed the peace treaty. Now, the devil wants to steal your peace, 
But Jesus wants you to enjoy your peace. The devil wants you to look for peace in all the wrong places. He wants you to look into fortune telling and horoscopes. And friend, it's not there. So when you're without peace, when your heart is in turmoil and your mind is out of control, recognize it for what it is. Say, Satan, you will not have my peace. Jesus, help me to trust you. Let's read again Ephesians 2, verse 17. And Jesus came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. Now, this has the same word for peace that we saw in Ephesians 2, 14. It's the Greek word Irene. So no matter what the circumstances of your life were or are, Make no mistake about it. Jesus wants you to live in a place of sweet, sweet peace. Jesus wants you to experience the peace that wins over confusion and over pain. Jesus wants you to know the peace that trumps every battle in your life. Let let me tell you something extraordinary. I no longer pray for understanding when I'm going through something, because I've been given something so much more valuable than human understanding can usher into my life. I have been given the peace that passes understanding. That's what Philippians 4, 7 promises me. I have been given peace that trumps understanding. I don't need to understand my circumstances because Jesus has given me Irene. Jesus has given me peace. Now, Psalm 34, 14 has a great command for all of us. Psalm 34, 14 says this, seek peace and pursue it. When you seek peace, do you know what you're actually doing? You're seeking Jesus because Jesus is our peace. So don't look for peace in all the wrong places. It ain't there. Peace is not found at an address, in an education, in a certain group of friends, or in a certain economic level. Jesus is our peace. So find peace there. One of my favorite verses about peace is found in Isaiah 26.3. And this is what it says, the promise of God. I will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me because he trusts in me. If you're lacking peace today, think about Jesus. Stop thinking about politics and think about Jesus. That's why we learn about Jesus so we can think about him. We think thoughts like, Jesus chose me and I belong to him. Jesus has given me grace and I'm seated with him in heavenly places. Um, You know, the enemy loves to keep our eyes on the things of this world, things like politics and the economy and who's living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, because if the enemy can keep your mind on those things, he's stirring up worry and fear and confusion and division. But we who know Jesus should be at peace. When the occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue changes, we should have our minds set on Jesus. If we would worry less and pray more, politics and the economy would not steal our peace. If we would ventilate less and trust more, what's happening in the natural world would not steal our peace. If we would love and encourage more, then we would be less divisive and things that are happening around us would not steal our peace. Hebrews 12, 14 says, 
Pursue peace with all men. I dare you. You can do it. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.